Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze ya, Josh Squared, yeah. <laughs> Rightio, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting episode. It's been a little while, uh, probably three weeks now since our last episode. It's um, been a bit uh, hairy with COVID sort of kicking back in and all that kind of thing. So we kind of have uh, our guest who we actually um, went and dined with two Thursdays ago, so nearly two weeks ago, depending on what time I edit this podcast and drop it out. <laughs> um, and and then we've done the rest, yeah, a little bit later. But nonetheless, we'll soldier on. Um, that's the world we're living in at the minute, isn't it, Duff? Yes, that's correct. It has been a little bit since we've been away. We've been very, very busy boys, and we want to get this in before the uh, restrictions come back in, which is not great for anyone, but um, we'll battle through and we'll keep bringing out podcasts for all you squares to listen to, but it is good to be back, and I'm very excited for this episode. It's one of the one of the great ones. I know we say that every week, but this was actually hilarious. This person that we got on, we'll leave it up to a bit of a surprise. They are very funny, so do yourself a favour and make sure you listen to all of them. They can probably figure it out by the description that they've just clicked on the episode and also the, the episode title. But yes, um, she did treat us, and it was just a lot of fun, so uh, stay tuned for that. But before we get to that... It is all doom and gloom, but there's one shining light in my life at the minute, and that is the big West Coast Eagles. Is it, I'll tell you what, is, uh, they're back home, they're in the bird nest, and looking very, very tidy. I reckon it was probably four weeks ago, I reckon when we first, they first started back up and they were looking trash, and I was making it very known, I reckon it was two or three episodes ago on the podcast, I was making it very known that um, the, the wheels have fallen off the Eagles, and... They made light work of Collingwood, my team, uh, the other week, and I was very embarrassed about it, to be honest. I was almost going to ring you up and say, what, do you want to have something on it? Because Collingwood were going all right. But, but yeah, Collingwood were the team to beat. It was like they weeks, were yeah. playing against um, Strath 2s. It was a Sunday Arvo, and you know you get Sunday blues. Like, you've had a few beers on a Saturday, you got work the next day, you're feeling pretty flat. Yeah. And let me tell you, Josh Candy, seven straight. Lift me out of the hole pretty quick. <laughs> he is a man mountain. I bet, yeah, well, Big Dino, we're going to get him on the show later. But um, he is not happy with Collingwood. Like he's, When I said to him, he said, oh, he's going on about how good Josh Kennedy is. He's, the wheels are off. Yeah. Eddie Maguire's lost it. The wheels are well, off. Well, there's one thing losing to uh, West Coast. You cop that. But then your coach goes out and breaks COVID rules, going for a whack of tennis, and you get done by the Dorkers. <laughs> <laughs> that is I the know, wheels mate, off. The wheels have well and truly fallen off, and Eddie Maguire is in hot water. Obviously, when he was saying that any COVID breach, they should be sent home and all this stuff, and then <laughs> when it referred to Collingwood, he, he takes back what he said now, and... um. He's sorry, and he doesn't think that there should be his harsh penalty. So, yeah, it's, the wheels are off, Collingwood, but we're a resilient club. So, yeah, I feel like... Won't write off yet. I feel like we'll come back, yeah. Hub life does get you. West Coast are a perfect example of that. Um, and, yeah, it's, it doesn't actually... There's nothing like Eddie going back on his word, either, and eating his own words. No, I've never seen that happen yeah, before. Eddie, has to, he, he does love throwing it out very early and then having to apologise, but, no, yeah. I like that style. A bit like Sammy Newman. Yes. Do it first, ask questions later, sort of set up. Yes, very yeah. erratic. Big, pu- big public figures. How do you reckon Bucks goes on the tennis court? Well, he's pretty... Have you seen how good he looks? For he's a, Jack. He's, he's 48, and he's, yeah. they always go on about how Jack he is. And he played with big Brenton Sanderson, so the... He's the not a jack unit. The assistant coach, yeah, he is too. But um, I reckon he'd, he'd go all right. Tennis is a hard one. We've spoken about this before. I feel like it's a sport that if you feel if you're good at, if you're just naturally gifted with say eye hand coordination, you're relatively good at sport. Tennis is probably not really one of those ones that you can just sort of 
be good at straight away. I no. feel like what you think is you're going to be, you think you're going to be a lot better. Yeah, you, than you are. You kind of if you half decent at it. Um, it's like you, you go out play, play basketball half decent at that, half decent if you have a kick of soccer ball with your mates, which we're going to talk about your you later. Yeah. Half decent at footy, half decent at cricket, throwing, swimming, all that sort of stuff. You're half decent at all of them, but I feel like tennis is one that you're really um. You, you got to you got to find your range again. Like you can't just come out belt and balls. Yeah, um, that's pretty much. Yeah. You sort of play really really reserved. Or I find I do like just tapping it back until yeah you start. But but in saying that, I've been playing consistently with Marty Layden, Vinnie Flood, and Dunham uh, the last month or so. Big shout out to them. Actually playing him tonight. Um, and you do actually pick it up. Like me playing tonight would have beat myself six love six love like. A month ago, I reckon it's like yeah. a consistency. So you get thing. better quickly. It's like table tennis too. Yeah. I reckon you play table and you're always okay, but then you get better. But whilst we're on the sporting news, we did say last episode it has been a while that Switch went to soccer training. So I would, I really want to hear about how that went. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an experience and a half. And I'll tell you something, actually not too bad. Like in terms of not me, I was very bad. <laughs> but um, like you got there, they had the beats going, like full beats, doof mute, like. Bangers and stuff playing like the whole whole session, um, which you know wasn't wasn't a bad vibe. And compared to footy, we don't really have music played at footy. Um, anyway, we get there and they split us up in half. Obviously, like the the good players all train together, and I was like with the resies, I suppose, um, or even like the even the C the C team. Um, yep. And it's a funny one because me and Sam Heaviside went. Big shout to Sam Heaviside. Uh, Sam very very fit and. You know, myself, um, like mid range, mid mid to high maybe, and these guys we're playing against were not fit, but we physically couldn't get the ball off them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they just had the touch and all that. Even though they were no good, they still it's because they've been playing. So they've, for, got, they've got the skill there. Because they've been playing for fifteen years, they still knew how to when someone passed it to. That it doesn't bounce off your foot and go five meters, or yeah. like they could pass it firmly still. So. It was weird, like, we kind of just sprint around and we're definitely more aerobically fitter than them and probably, you know, maybe stronger at times in a one-on-one, but I just couldn't get the ball from them. I felt like I was a rabbit just chasing around, like, or a dog chasing, like, my tail, basically. No, um, you what did you wear? What did you end up opting to wear? Yeah, I was a bit, I didn't know what to wear because you don't really wear the skins with no shorts, I feel. So I went with baggy, baggy shorts. Um, skins, Eddie Betts. Yeah, kind of Eddie Betts type <laughs> setup. Um I went with the skins top and a t-shirt over the top and beanie. I don't know. Did you fit in? Yeah, I felt like I felt like I nailed it. Did they? Did you? Didn't get did any. Did you drop it for you? Oh, I know. Like I know soccer players like Lionel Messi. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah I'll, go, I'll go for Liverpool. Steven Gerrard's my favourite player. <laughs> <laughs> current, my favourite current player. Um, yeah, no, I. They no, knew, I think they soccer. knew I was not, a footy nothing. Not, not much footy. <laughs> not much soccer talk. But uh, all in all, it was a good good sesh, but. I won't be back. What you were saying before, I it reminded me of a story of when I was about, I reckon I was like 17 maybe, back in sale, and I was going out with a girl at the time that dad played squash or racquetball, yep. and he's like, have you ever played, blah, 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 and I never really played, and I thought, oh, like, you get to smack like balls, blah, blah, They're like, like tennis, I was relatively fit, I'll go and have a go, and I reckon I practiced a couple of times, and then he's like, oh, there's like a comp on like a Wednesday, and you just like, they have sections like that, and I was like in the in this bottom section. And then I got put up against like this probably like fifty five year old, fairly heavy woman, and I like scoffed. Like <laughs> thought, oh, geez, this is going to be an absolute telling. And I just like when you if you played squash or racquetball, you squares out there. 
it's not about how hard you can hit it. Because it, it, it then it just bounces off the back window and they can play the next shot. It's like about getting it in the corners and the placement of it. It's not really too much about power. Obviously, bit of finesse. Pa- bit of finesse. Power would come, obviously, when you get good. But I just thought I'll just absolutely smoke it. And this lady, like, she won't be able to get to anything. And she actually beat me. So it was a tight one because I was running around like a rabbit. She beat me and I never went back. I was so upset. I just couldn't fathom how someone could beat me. And she'd played all her life and obviously knew the... Knack to it, and I thought that just the game sense. Isn't I it? just thought the natural, natural ta- um, being fit and being a kid and being would be able to um beat her. But now nah, credit to her, she got the job done, and I never played racquetball squash ever again. So well done. Another one bites the dust. Um, actually, while we are on that, quick to really briefly, you know when you're at footy training and you see blokes that won't kick on their left foot, and yeah. it's like a training. That's me. Well, I just go, like, just kick it on your left foot. You've been playing footy, like, just That's at training. Me. Don't kick check sides, right? What if you're very good at them? Well, anyway. <laughs> I'm not, but... I, we say that, and there would have been blokes saying this about me. They were, like, there was drills where they passed it out to the cross, and I'm on my left side, and I literally I couldn't kick it on my left, so I've like stopped it and turned and kicked it on my right. Smart. And, and I've gone... Play your strengths. Yeah, and then I, I can just tell that they're like, what is wrong with this guy? Kick it on your left. But like, I, just, I couldn't do it. And now yeah. I know what it's like to be one I'll of those guys. I do a hamstring trying to kick on my left. It is an absolute sight. Like, Daryl Wilson used to get me out the front of the group and say, all right, everyone, watch this. Marto's going to kick on his left foot. And I'd kick and that all laugh. <laughs> sport plays bullying, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, if you don't have a left, you may as well use the check side. But Doof, mate, we're obviously going into lockdown. Uh, six weeks of it. And you have taken on a almighty task, mentally and physically. Yeah, full on. So I just thought I made it up myself. Obviously, there's I've well, not made it up myself. I've got ideas from other people and things like that. And I just thought I just thought to myself, one it's been a long time since I haven't drank consistently for a while. And last I saw, I drank a lot because Ted was home and all. I just drank on my own. I drank on Zoom, which is a bit sad, really. But um. <laughs> This time I thought this is my best opportunity to give it a fair, full on crack and go six weeks without drinking. So that turned into, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well track it and do like no. So I've got no drinking, no takeaway, no soft drink. Exercise five times a week, and three of them have to be hard sessions. The other two can be like walk the dog or go for kick the foot or whatever. Yeah. So and I kind of made it up, my, made it up myself. So I've p- printed out a calendar and stuff. Chelsea's doing it with me. Big shout out to her and. John Mack and his partner are also doing it, and you might be jumping on board. Yeah, still, still pending, still thinking still, about it, still pending. <laughs> but I'm giving it a go. I printed it out on day one. I did day one yesterday. I decided I'd start yesterday, so I exercise and I didn't have any of those things. But I'm going to give it a crack, and I'm sure we'll talk about this each week on the podcast. Because if anyone that knows me and is listening to this will think there's no way. One, he won't be able to drink, and those very close to me know how much I love soft drink. Yeah, so I'm going to say it right now: no alcohol, no takeaway, no soft drink, no chance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! And that's I want to prove it to myself more than anyone because I'm I've got the biggest rubber arm, and I want to just commit to something and prove to myself that I can do it. And two, I really want to stick it up blokes like you that think that I can't do it. But I'm one day in at the moment, so I'm not. I'm confident, but quietly, quietly confident. I reckon it's like those alcoholics, you know how when they like come back to AA or even like people that come back from rehab and they like build up days, you know, like each day. And they get you the bu- coin. They yeah, get the they coin. get the coin. <laughs> and, and each day you build up, though, it accumulates like it. That's like another brick 
in the yeah, you know, another um, brick in the, in the wall. Yeah, another exactly. Brick right. in Pink Floyd, bro. Building momentum. We will keep you posted. We do need to move on with the show, but I'll keep you posted each week, guys, about how I am, and I'll be very accountable. So stay tuned. Uh, huge guest coming up. Enjoy. Hey, Doofy boy. Yeah. Want to go to the cafe? Nah, I'm all good. All good. Funny you say that because Adam and Eve is all good. I'm talking all good pet friendly. I'm talking all good food. I'm talking all good smoothies and juice. And best of all, all good coffee. Damn straight. So head down and see Breezy at Adam and Eve Cafe in Quarry Hill. It's an excellent food, great coffee, and awesome atmosphere. And is a proud sponsor of Josh Squared. Love you, Breezy. Who wants to come on a date? Small portions of food we hate. Please make sure it is not late. You'll need to concentrate. Come and seal your fate. Or rate your play. Mate. Mate. <laughs> Radio. It's with great pleasure that we welcome our third ever female square. She's dished up a mighty fine Japanese cuisine. One of my uh, schoolmates from school and one of Doof's great... Mates from the workplace out at Holly Rosa and Heathkit, can we all put our hands together for one Bonnie Bruno? Woo! Welcome, Bon. Great to be here, guys. Great to finally be here. Yes, I have wanted to get you on for a while, and I know this is this is your calling. This is <laughs> you're ready for it. I think we you're finally ready for it, and it is an absolute pleasure to have you on. I've been waiting for the big caller. I have. <laughs> you are an avid listener. You are an avid listener. We haven't got. We haven't had too many female squares, but it is good to mix it up. And you are one of my very great friends. I've obviously we we like to go through how we know our know our squares. And obviously, mm-hmm. I got out to Holly Rosary a couple, two years ago or three years ago, and met Bonnie there. I hadn't um, met Bonnie before. Um, I knew of her dad, Big Fridge Pridham. He's a big square. He'll be listening. Big, big boy, boy. Big boy being high. Big boy being high. He's not happy with this because we got the measurements wrong of the bins <laughs> when, we, when we did the ad. But um, got out to Holly Rosary, and yeah, Bonnie and I just hit it off straight away. Basically, we're pretty much the same human. So very annoying, talk a lot, but also very fun. Love treats. I've never met anyone as freaky as me. <laughs> True. And Squid, you obviously know Bon from school. Yes, yeah. So Bonnie, couple of years below me at high school, and um, yeah, so kind of probably not a, definitely not as close as you two, having worked together and um, really good mates. <laughs> Make you sound right, but uh, yeah, no, know each other from school. Um, a couple of parties here and there in year twelve. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> good times. Yeah, school was always a good time, but we've all grown up from that, and it is an absolute pleasure to have you on. And we do like to go through a couple of. It started off as true and falses, but it's more sort of stories or elabor- elaborate on them. And we've had a few, and obviously we're a very PG show, so we've had to be quite uh, quite careful about what we do, but. There is one that Squidge wants to bring up that I found <laughs> hilarious when I got it sent to me I'm today. Very nervous. Yeah, so we got this one sent through uh, early, early today. Uh, tr- so you're a tree enthusiast. You like to climb trees um, and hang by your legs or, or something like this. And I don't know p- about p- hang by my legs. <laughs> Potent- potentially liking to do this whilst donning the skirt. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate? I think I might 
might know what this story is about. And Shay O'Brien would probably tell this story better than me. But um, we were twisted young ladies and we used to just like <laughs> climb trees when we were kids. And Shay was a much better climber than me. <laughs> And um, I followed Shay up a big old tree one day on Strathfield Say Road, like just before Saxby sort of turn off there for those Strathfield Say people out there. Shout out. Yeah, Um, very nice out in Strath. Great area. (laughs) And I was stuck up the tree and Shay said, you're just going to have to jump. So I've opted for sort of a slide jump. And my shirt <laughs> How's got... How's a slide jump? Like, <laughs> like, I went, like, my belly sliding down, like... And those of you who know my belly, it was a gorgeous sight for <laughs> everyone. They're grade three, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. oh, maybe older, like, maybe grade six. I'm not <laughs> Year 12. I don't know, last year. <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> and um, my shirt got stuck on the, like, a little knob on the tree, really. <laughs> and um, I was hanging just topless... On Strathfield Say Road for about 10 minutes and I could just hear like the whoosh of cars driving <laughs> past and like honking and Shay was crying at the bottom because she thought I couldn't breathe and it was just, uh, it was actually terrible and in the end I had to slip out of my shirt and then run home without a shirt. So it was really, it was tragic. <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> that, is, that is tragic, but... A terrible spot to do it too. Like Strathfield Say Road is yeah. busy. Well, if you know Shay Ryan, she's a triathlete, so she would just like leap up the trees and then jump down like a little sprig and big doughy body chasing her up the trees. <laughs> so how, how high up were you? Big fat cat Tom. Oh, I was the fucking line. scared. Like, where, ooh, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what is it? A, like a language warning? Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I was ha- I like when I was hanging, my feet weren't touching the ground, so f- high. Very high. I thought you were going to just throw out like oh, 20 metres. <laughs> Probably like two metres. I don't know how I feel about, so you would have been roughly 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about cars driving past tooting you. <laughs> like, it's, Why didn't they help? <laughs> Molly did like, say, there's a little kid hanging Molly out Molly did tree. say she had her itty bitties. Itty bitties. It was pre-crop top, I would say. Or maybe like just <laughs> the weekend, so I didn't feel like I needed one back then. Let's just... <laughs> You know, ladies. Oh, happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. Doof. It does. This this one <clears throat> is a bit more of a serious. Oh, not really a serious note, but I just found this one out about an hour ago. Very good. So year twelve, obviously a stressful time for everyone Huge. going through year twelve. Tough. If you want to get into this, um, get a good score so you can get into whatever you want to get into. And yeah, tough time. But I have been told that you did once have. A break, a, me- a bit of a mental breakdown, as we do, and you've had to run home, and you've had to run home. But most people would run home, cry, run home, listen to music, but run home, and what what happened next? So something to do with dolls. I have only told one person this entire life, and Jenna, what a player you're a damn dog. And now, I, um, now this is going out to the say, public. They say, Jenna, um, you are a. Uh, uh, they say that um, so when you're they, stressed, you should they the counsellors and Oprah <laughs> tell you that you should surround yourself with things that are comforting. So my good friends know that huge doll fan, <laughs> massive, and what I got home dolls like Barbie. No, so every doll you can imagine, I had you name them, and I had Chucky them. dolls. Then I got home and I Fisher said, and Michael. <laughs> Does anyone know Fisher Price? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah. I meant to say. Yeah, Not yeah. Fisher and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's um, uh, TV, isn't that, isn't it? Oh, no, I don't know. No, Fisher and Pikel's... Oh, yeah. Oh, is, is it something... Fisher, like, is it like no, a, Fisher it's a brand of... Fridges and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a brand of fridge. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. Carry on. So, 
I got home and I was just crying and mum and dad said, what, like, what do we do? What do we do? And I said, where's my Fisher Price doll's house? And dad was like, oh, it's in the shed. And dad gave me the... What? <laughs> dad gave me the keys for the big shed and I went out and found the... Fi- I had to like go through all of this stuff and I found my Fisher Price doll's house and like this is a massive doll's house and then I had the portables that connected to the side of it and then all the dolls and then I had like a plane and a caravan, all the... Sh- like all three the kit, loads. The whole kit and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came in with them all, and I just like set it up the way I used to when I was a kid. Like, probably took me like an hour. Like all the dolls around me, and then I just sat down in the middle of them, and I just sat there, and Dad just <laughs> <laughs> Dad just had to come in and just be like, "You okay?" And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, all right." I, I just yeah. don't know. I don't know how company it is, but. I kind of think dolls are like creepy. Yeah, no, same. these are like cute little dolls. But what, what you're saying is going to do something that you get. Obviously, that's what you feel. Yeah, take you back so to now, childhood. Now that you explain it and the setting up and that would take your mind off it, it makes a lot more sense. But the way Jenna explained it was like <laughs> some sick obsession. She said that you surrounded yourself with them and I sat and sat in the middle and <laughs> and wail and wail. There was a bit of wailing. <laughs> but like as you know, Duffy, I'm a whaler. I cry. I have, love are, a cry. You are a whaler. Speaking of being um, being comfortable, there's another there's another kind of thing you like to do that makes you feel comfortable. You're comfortable doing it and that is uh Photo shoots. Um, now, oh, a bit of a model. Yeah, a bit of a model. Don't, and we don't mind getting our gear off. Duff and I, we're, we're both in the same boat there, I think. And, like, God didn't give us these physiques for nothing, guys. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, we actually... Uh, Bonnie, do you know what Bonnie always actually does say to me even now we're on this topic is, when is Bo going to ask us for the plus-size model range? <laughs> so she just throws me straight into that category. Well, Five, three, selfie and fine. Or a duet. Yeah, yeah no, a duet. you're right. Not all, uh, not all gym goers are Jenna Water for layers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, you just, are that's not- asking too much of people, I think. <laughs> you are known, though, to get the kid up for a few shoots. I've done it. I have done a few things in my time. Yeah. Oh, very, very good. Very good. Might get a Josh Square one done one day. Yeah. <laughs> Might have already been done. <laughs> Hopefully. Now, a last one, because we don't want to take up too much time. There's a million things we can speak about, but... This is one that's very funny to me. It probably won't be as funny for people listening, but... So, if you do know Bonnie, she can carry on slightly. <laughs> slightly. I'll say only say slightly. So, I remember one day we were at school and she's gone out to yard duty. And the kids have come running in. Big Bonnie's fallen over. She's gone down. She's rolled her ankle. So, she's walking around the outskirts of, like, you know the playground where there's, like, a little sleeper where all the bark stays in. So, it's a couple of inches. Didn't it? And then this is what I know of the story. So, it's, <laughs> and anyway, the, I don't know what actually she rolled. She's rolled the ankle. Comes in, laying on the couch uh, in the staff room, like cr- reaching like a sick dog, like she's broken her ankle. So and still now, still she'll bring it up like years later and go, "Oh, no, I can't walk there. Remember my ankle? Oh my god! It clicks. It clicks. That is the biggest. Up, is that the biggest up. carry on ever? No, I had to get support from another. Fellow teacher's aide, Georgie Allen, to help carry, be carry me into the staff room because I could not walk. I was crippled and it swelled up like a balloon. And so, hang on, they called you, they referred to you as Big Bonnie. Oh, Big Bonnie. <laughs> Can you run us through that setup? <laughs> nah, it's not as good as it sounds. There's a little Bonnie and then I was Big Bonnie. Yeah, so just a couple of bonnies. So you're not you're not implying that she's no no no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, not after the um, naked modelling shoot no, comments. No, no, no. Um, no. I actually I actually remember this is a 
haven't talked to you about this, but I actually remember Fridge telling me about that you hurt your ankle because he was my uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, loved it. Lecturer. And yeah, anyone we, would we think it's completely snapped in half. She rolled it at school. <laughs> yeah. Get over I, it. I actually feel like I actually might have said like oh, I had money. Oh, shit! It's actually had a bit of an accident last week <laughs> in the yard. A bit of an accident. <laughs> Boy, on the weekend? No, at school. Sound <laughs> <laughs> guys on fire. I mate. did say that was the end, but there's been one come through via text message from the lounge room. Okay, three years of full-blown weekly singing lessons. Still can't sing for <laughs> shit. Maybe tone deaf, but does believe she can do a good woo by Christina Aguilera no, style. Give us a go. Sorry, I'm a, I might have No, it goes that. like this. It's, you know, everyone probably knows this from burlesque, and you probably w- will think that this is Christina Aguilera, but it goes like... <laughs> Come on. Okay, gather yourself. And all our squares definitely watch burlesque. It's like this. It goes... <laughs> Okay, I just need a minute. It's. <laughs> <laughs> She's shamed. She's shamed. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Gotta really get it out. Whoa! <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Hey, that's... Was that Christine Aguilera? <laughs> We welcome Christine Aguilera on the show. Oh, I think I do know what you're saying. Yeah, that, 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 that throaty, the throaty woe, oh, if you will. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, three years, so, and that's what I took from it, really, in the end. Absolutely nailed it, too. Under pressure. Very good, very good. Ben, I'm, I'm sorry to my parents as well for 50 bucks a week. I know it was a waste of money, but I really wanted to be a Oh, singer. so you're proper singing. I thought yeah. you meant you'd be singing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant you'd be singing to Jenna for three it's years. It's out. Madge. Madge in Shepherd Safe. Anyone there singing lessons? Madge. She's a kind lady. Yeah. I think we've all taken our parents for a ride at times. I've got physics <laughs> tutoring in year 12. For a return of 19 study score at <laughs> <laughs> Kit McGrath. And full blown, I was, Speaking I, of. I was full blown Kit McGrath. And we did one effective session. It was me, Jeremy Smith, Hayden Gillian, John Doherty. And after that, it was just Jeremy Smith and the tutor, and they would just go off these tangents. And me and Hados would be at the back, bloody doing our super coach and talking about what we're doing on the weekend. Literally, it was just a catch up, 85 bucks a session. So to my parents that are probably listening right now. Sorry for that four grand that I wasted. Um, 19 study score wasn't up to, wasn't quite what you were after there. Um, yeah, but well, anyway. I um, yeah, I don't. No, not mine's not Kit McGrath, not study related, but um, making 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 dad drive me into um into footy, 45 minutes from town, and then me not getting a kick and taking me home at halftime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not good enough. Yeah. Speaking of Kit McGrath, though. Lucy Parsons, massive square. She'll be listening to this. I rip into her all the time. She was so embarrassed that she had to go to Kit McGrath in primary school that she would get bribed with a cheeseburger. So every time she went, her mum would buy a cheeseburger <laughs> on the way home to go down to the old Kippy. So Lucy Parsons, I reckon you need to go back. Yeah, you weren't alone. And not only did you, you weren't alone. No, not yeah, only did you, not only did you cost your parents eighty five dollars a session, but you also cost them dollar ninety five for drive through. <laughs> That's it. Um, now, enough yeah. about that. I reckon we get on the important stuff to off. Like, we've been treated. And I'll tell you what, the three squares, the chick, girl squares we've had, they have really outshone the men in terms of just effort. Like, if we, we cast our mind back to Katie McGee, um, like a three-course full-blown Mexican fiesta. Yeah, they dressed up and everything. One of the great nights, too. It was a fantastic night. I think we are a little bit pizzled on the actual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah. But um, it was a great night. And then we had Amy Kerno and obviously Daku. 
Actually, did you get a Snapchat from Jack yes, during the week? Yes, I did. We had a Snapchat from Jack during the week saying, I'm sick of you guys talking about Amy. It was all me, but we all know that Duck was the passenger. Bryce that. mashed potato, I think, and it was chunky. Like, that was the only letdown. So. <laughs> I don't even know if he mashed it. I think he just touched the yeah, masher while we were there. Yeah, it was all on Amy. But, but that was a two-courser. Yeah. And then we get here, Bonnie Prid, and she was feeling the heat. And she, she was di- feeling the heat. She's dished she up. She been messaging me telling me how nervous she was. And, but, um, yeah, it was... Heat in the kitchen when I got here. Yeah, so she's dished up a two-courser, entree and main, Japanese cuisine. Bonnie, can you please run us through it? It was a beautiful dish, so... Um, to I'm open- right <laughs> over. If I don't say so myself. Leave that up to the judges. <laughs> um, so I opened up with the um, pulled barbecue jackfruit bao bun and with some homemade pickled vegetables, and um, that was a real treat. And mm. then for main... Thank you. Um, and then for main, I did a ramen bowl with homemade stock and all sorts of goodies and a perfectly done egg, as if I don't say yeah. so myself as well. I can testify to the perfect egg. did not egg. have an egg because he does not like cooks. No, I do not like... Not those. Not no. those <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Like I said, I'll say to Squidge, we haven't had a vegetarian. Squidge and I aren't vegetarian. I was, I'm a very westernised eater, so I'm a very basic... Chicken parma, chips, pizza, steak, veg, pasta. Really very basic. Like most people probably are. And I don't really go outside of my comfort zone too often. And I did say, I've said it last time I ate here as well. If I'd be vegetarian if we could eat, if you could eat like that all the time. If I knew how to cook, things like that. Because I automatically just think, oh, so what? You go to a pub and you just have chips and salad <laughs> and no parma. You can't have anything else. But it was an absolute treat. And it was a bit going on in there. But... Very worth it. I think the key with vegetarian diet is being organised. And you know, look across <laughs> at you, Dolph, and you look at me, and I just don't know if we got that in our in our repertoire to be able to. We are a lot of planned meals. Organised is not one of them. No. So um, and look, it was an absolute learning experience for me. I mean, I thought there was salmon uh, for the entree, but it turned out to be ginger. So did I. I saw it last time. <laughs> That's I happened lit- before. I literally got here and I thought, mm, interesting, bow buns with all this stuff, salmon, and where does that fit in? And you know my fear about salmon. I do. Squares, you know my fear. Had it- oh, jeez, I don't want to eat it. Tri- it's getting triggered. He's shaking. And I said it, and then literally you got here and you're like, oh, salmon. Just <laughs> <laughs> smoked salmon. And then the other thing, like, um, Bond goes, yeah, and we're having ramen for, la- um, for, la- for dinner. And I'm like, ramen what? <laughs> So I thought she was just dishing up a bit of rum and coke, which is, you know, doof and oh, we don't mind a bit of, bit, bit of rum and coke. I'd be spiced. Be <laughs> bit of salad, Jerry. But no, it was a ramen, I've led to a belief. So um, for me, it was really, yeah, all pretty new. And I'll tell you what, I was pretty satisfied. In the end of it. Yeah, it was yeah, very, very tasty. How um, good are bloody bow months? Yeah, yeah, side note. I'm, they're amazing. Can we take a moment, Squares, just to appreciate Bielmas? <laughs> How many do you reckon you could eat if you ever just had a fair dinner? I think you tried a few weeks ago here. <laughs> I was very sick. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone vacuum down so many bowels. I could, um, I could nearly not play cards or something. I know. But did you chose that? Look, so do you consider yourself a bit of a chef? We did speak about this earlier, but I think squares, so. Mate. My dad is a very, very good Frigid. cook, and I will props to him for, um, yeah, that I think. I like cooking. I enjoy it. I, I, I like procrastinating. And I think, like, when you've got study or work to do, like, cooking is a really good thing to do instead of those things. Yeah, 100%. And, and it's very therapeutic. And if you cook, you don't clean. 
while we are on there, um, it's related to your cooking expertise. Um, mm-hmm. Although the business has gone into liquidation as of late, you <laughs> did have a cake business, Bonnie Bon Appetit. Bonnie Appetit. So but she used to make gourmet cakes. I made a few wedding cakes in my day, so squinch if yeah. you need, you know, whenever, oh, I think we might whenever the time that. comes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I actually have one booked in for next October. <laughs> Coming out of retirement for a special friend of mine, so... Lovely. So but there you have it. You do there you have it. Squares. Bon. Hit up. Hit up. Bon. Bon Body appetite. appetite. Yeah. Liquidation, but she's doing cashies. Might come back into business. <laughs> but so back. you do consider yourself a bit of a cook. Is that so? When we I first said you were going to go on, you were very excited. Was did you think straight away? Yep, that's what I'm going to cook. Like is that you go? Is that something you're a bit of a go to or? No. When I straight away, I was freaking out. Um, <laughs> and I played it so cool on the phone. I was like, "Yeah, sweet. Yeah, can't wait. No worries." Um, and then I sort of went through my whole repertoire. And was trying to think of some things, and I actually called a few people and said, "What's the favourite thing that I cook?" And um, you've really done your homework. And See, girl thing again, the girl best boy again. I, I think back to Jaffa Burke, Rock Up, Golden Syrup Dumplings. <laughs> no, and he forgot the Golden Syrup. <laughs> but, so you rang up, and they'd come to the consensus that this is your thing. Yeah. So Bow Buns was one, and then Ramen was the other, and then. I couldn't do just bow buns because I've already cooked you bow buns before. Yeah, and I would have been completely happy with them again. I actually didn't have any idea what you were going to cook. When I saw the photo of the mushrooms, though, because I'm not a massive fan of mushroom on its own, really. We did but have in mushrooms. The ramen and that. But when you sent me a Snapchat, you're like getting prepared and I could see mushrooms. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a stuffed mushy or something. <laughs> Some crook of vegetarian thing. But I'm glad I'm glad that it wasn't that. And I would like I would like to know what you think of it in terms of Rating. So we do go through. We obviously we don't go through them formally anymore, but we rate. We like to rate things on. Basically, taste is our main thing. Yeah. Taste, presentation, temperature. We have punctuality. More, but, but it all comes down to taste. Yeah. But we spoke about this last episode. But if you just want to, in a nutshell, so just quickly give us a couple of words on each. Like, let's go taste. What did you think of the taste of, of it overall? Me. Yeah. 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 Not a score. No, but you but just... I don't want to hear what you guys. No, you say it. first. Then we, then we, it's our show. But when you have your own <laughs> show, when you have your own show, you can do it. Well, I rate myself very highly in the kitchen. Yeah. So did you rate the taste tonight? I mean, yeah, I'll, I I'll give you a hand. So I thought it was shit hot. Yeah. I'll, I'll drop the S H I T word. I, I don't I care. Think that, like... oh, you really meant that. <laughs> oh, I I'm sorry, Sam. Sam, Charles got it. Um. Yeah, I, I thought the taste was good. What did yeah, you I thought it was very good. What's it out of again? What? Well, it's out of five, but we don't rate. We're not ra- it, five. I'm ra- so I'd say rating high. Yeah, rating. Yeah. So you just so good. taste. So pu- good. and punctuality. Tasted delicious. Punctuality, like getting it out. And That's hard out. because, I, like I said. I gave you time warnings throughout the evening. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Ke- you kept yeah. us up to date. There yeah, I kept updated. Game. I think the Googs took a little bit longer than I thought they were going to, so maybe like less high than well, the that's taste. Well, that's worth the wait, though. Worth still the high, yep. Uh, presentation. Stunning, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you will see that from the pictures coming up. Yeah, those oh. pictures taken. They are, yeah, are the highest. They are going to be the best square quick, pictures quick we've ever side seen. Quick side note, trolls. Uh, as soon as we got here, Jenna wanted to play a massive square. Massive square. Um, she'll be listening straight up. Basically, just says, "Well, no one and other food get good ratings. The photos are so shit." <laughs> and we've dropped the SH word again on so sorry squares. But technology is not one of our things, and we're sorry. But that's we're not those sort of people. And then Jenna just sends us this stuff that we could just we might as well open up a restaurant with those photos. Oh yeah, yeah she's good. So I bought my own media person to the yeah, party. We might have to employ her. I think um, absolutely. Yeah, variety. 
Variety's the next one. Plenty of variety, I would have thought. Oh, 10 out of 10 on yeah. variety. Bog Surely. veg. There was a lot going on. And like on. lots of different techniques. Now I, I, now my own horn, I, went but... to, I went to Safeway the other day. No fruit and veg. I know where it is in your kitchen. <laughs> the jackfruit. Um, and then well, I think that's temperature. It. Temperature. Oh, so we go temperature, heat as in warmness of the dish, like cold, hot, and then spiciness as well, because we can both. We'll like ten out ten on both, I would say. <laughs> and, and the and the option to go hotter if you wanted, yeah, which I was, liked. There was. Chilly. Um, now I think. Just a little side note before we go, we'll go into the scoring uh, now. So we're going to give each other a score out of five Dwarf Teenies. You'll go first and then we'll no, yes. we rebut you. <laughs> okay, right? okay. Um, but before we do that, we haven't had a masterclass since Skinny Bear's episode. Yes. Skinny Bear did this amazing pork crackle and the squares got right around it. Now, jackfruit. I've never heard of it, but you made this amazing jackfruit-like. Is that pulled pork? Sorry. It was like yeah, basically yeah. barbecue pulled pork. That's what it tastes like and it was just so good. Um, do you want to maybe a quick run through? It's a very good alternative to pork. So at the Asian grocers, you get um, like jackfruit in brine or bottom. I can't I think believe it's that brine. it's fruit that so we So it's like canned. Yeah, it's so good. It's canned jackfruit that you get. Um, and then like strain that off or whatever. And then I made like a homemade sort of barbecue sauce for it. So it's just like barbecue sauce from the supermarket and you put like one or two cups of that depending and on how much jackfruit it. you've got. <laughs> and now it's homemade. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lost it in the studio. Potatoes and spices. You pathetic look, you're a one. The squares want the recipe. Oh, sorry. Sorry, squares. Um, uh, what else? <laughs> yeah, so barbecue sauce, um, paprika. And then, like, a decent amount. Every single thing you cook should have paprika in it. Um, a lot of salt. Um, we like that. Garlic mm. powder. I mean, no, crushed garlic. And then onion powder. And sriracha, just like sriracha sauce. You just stir that together. And then you put it through the jackfruit and let it marinate for a little bit. And then you chuck the jackfruit in the oven and cook it for, like, half an hour. And then you get it out and you just shred it with two forks and then put it back in for about 10. What crispy temp? it up. Um, I do it on, like, between 150, 200. Depends on your oven. Mine's very old and shitey. Like, mm. you know, you just wing it, guys. Mm. Just, it's like... Just, just, just like Amy Kerno, you just wing it and go on touch. Yeah. Another thing that men can't do. But oh, anyway, no. it, was, it was very, very nice. So if you're looking for a substitute or you just want to give it a go, I would highly recommend it. Now, this is the all-important, the most serious part, probably what you've been the most nervous about. You need to give yourself a score out of five Duftinis for an overall for the overall meal, yeah. entree and main. Yeah, like together. And remember that we do take decimal system to the to hundredths, Colin. You won't need decimals, surely. Well, it's up to you. Well, it's up to you. It is up oh, to you. I'm so nervous. I don't want to. Yeah, so, go on, I don't want to shoot high. No, know? no, shoot what, high. What do you mean you don't want to shoot high? You've, you've literally, everything we've said tastes, oh, perfect, delicious. <laughs> oh, unreal. Turn out okay, of Okay, squares. I think it's perfect, but I'm going to be modest here and go 4.5. Oh, 4.5. Hang on. What do you reckon, mate? What is it, actually? I, I'm thinking she uh, sold herself uh, short. Five Duftinis! <laughs> Honestly, it was faultless. It was That's faultless. what I'm here for. That's what I came for. And it was a genuine journey. Like, it was just an experience. It was something different. <laughs> I feel like I've been to Japan. <laughs> you know, I say you can't travel, but... Yeah. Uh, love yeah, it. it was, well done, Bon. It was incredible. You've done very, very well. I reckon... Uh, yeah, you've done well. Like, I've always... I've not, 
We had that Tommy come around and had it. I've never really known you as a cook, to be honest, because only because I haven't eaten with you and we haven't really. We to... love eating food. We don't talk we about do food much. We do love eating food. Talk about food much. But yeah, <laughs> no, I was, I was very impressed. You did very well. A lot of thought into it. Um, good mixture of it. Yeah, it was a well-deserved five. Because we haven't given out a five. Oh, we gave um, Bryce and Amy five, deserving as well. Yeah. But other than that, it's Amy's been pretty tough. Uh, pretty tough. To, um, I, th- I, think on a, I think on a side note, um, all three of our female squares have all got fives. Oh, <laughs> and I don't, this, I don't think this being made. Just, yeah. yeah. But they, it is like, I don't, it's not a sexist thing, but obviously girls take more pride, I guess, yeah. in, what, in, oh, what they di- in what they dish up and they are generally... And they've gone over and above. Good cooks, yes. But um, it's been an absolute pleasure up on eating the food and we do... That is a main part of our show, but we also do love our pets. Yeah, and absolutely. we know, and we know, we know that you love pets. By love pets, I mean love them and make money from them. I don't. I form no profit from my sister and parents' endeavors. Yes, but we do have. I've obviously got Winnie the Grudel, who you love to bits and and have looked after, and she loves you. Squidge has got Bear the Cavoodle and now Wally the Grudel, a new addition. Only the second time that we've got to say that on the show. Yeah, Wally the Grudel, but to death. we do love having a pet shout out. It can range anywhere from a hermit crab to a dog to whatever you want, but we do love to. It could be passed away, present, mm-hmm. something that's happened, but we do love to cover a uh, pet story. Have you got something in mind? Obviously, you're going to keep it in the Oodle family because I just have a lot of respect for Oodle dogs. Um, this one's a bit twisted, and I don't know if you want to crop this out later. But <laughs> we'll just see what happens. We'll, we'll play, well, we've, had some, we've had some pretty bad ones, so let's see. So, um, uh, some people may know Rusty, my little poodle, <laughs> and so, he is the father of majority of Strathfield says oodles. He is a big he, pimp daddy. He's a bear man. <laughs> he is a big pimp daddy. Everybody loves Ruddy. Um, anyway, he is a bit obsessed with me, and um, every time I go home to mum and dad's house, like, uh, Rusty gets very, very excited. Like, <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> very excited, and like, anyway, a bit, bit of lipstick action. <laughs> bit, bit of lipstick I was just sitting on the couch one day, sort of just like, you know, how you just tickle your dogs under the chin. Uh, like, so I was just giving his little chin a tickle and he had his little paws on. He's a tiny pooch. He had his paws on my shoulder. So he was sort of standing up and I was just talking like and tickling his chin and all of a sudden he's just jizzed. Oh. <laughs> all over my arm. <laughs> hey, baby. You looking hot tonight. <laughs> Oh my, oh my, oh my. I did know you had a close connection to dogs and you are never looking after my dog again. <laughs> she loves me. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's yeah. definitely making the podcast. That's it. Um, yeah, this yeah, loving your dogs and then this going the extra mile. Well, so. I didn't actually ever do anything. He just yeah. loves me so, well, so, so, so much. I don't reckon you're letting on the full story. <laughs> but what it, a- so- it sounds like Rusty... Uh, He's a bad, bad man. Yeah, it sounds like it doesn't take much from him. He get, gets around. He by by having the, he's had a few pups, hasn't he? Is that right? Oh, yeah, oh, a few. Oh, yeah, he's a good. Yeah. He's a he's a good great start. dog, good and he's start. a good start. And no one loves him more than Brucey Pritter, mate. If you get him going on that, here I reckon he ranks him higher than any of the three girls. Oh, absolutely. He loves him, and he, he holds. They've got they've got like six or seven dogs at the house, and when you're around there, he'll hold him like on his arms, and every like. Five or so minutes, you just hold. You know, people just like hold them up, and they just like look at like 
Have a look at him. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I saw him and I've seen him about a million times. He's so proud of him. He just and nurses what, him. What a dog and what a story. Yeah, very uh, well done. Thanks, Jeff. Big shout out to Rusty. Um, right there, mate. Thanks so much for having us. We are going to sign off, but before we do that, you do get to put someone on Skullcam, okay? Now... Do you have anyone in mind? Yes, I have been looking forward to this. Um, a huge square, and she listens to all your episodes, and it's her birthday tomorrow. So I would like to put Tori White on Skullcam. Oh, the stars of a line. <laughs> Tori White, you're on Skullcam, sister! <laughs> yeah, 24 hours to upload a video. I'll never listen to us again. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Oi, Duff, I'm building a house in Bendigo and I've got to get rid of all this waste. I've got just the man. I'll give you his number. G'day, Bruce Pridham, big boy bin hire. Yeah, g'day, Bruce. I need a bin. Uh, a bin? Uh, what kind of bin, mate? We've got lots of them. Uh, we've got skip bins, we've got 30 litre bins, we've got 120 litre bins. What's your project? Uh, building a house. Building a house. <laughs> I know exactly what you need, mate. Just pop on over and I'll sort you out. Big boy being high. Yeehaw! <laughs> Bendy goes hot topic. Hot topic, hot topic. <laughs> Rightio, guys. Hot topic. Now, we've got heaps going on, but the main thing... Are these face masks? Now we're going to talk about face masks a little later in the episode. Dino has some hot tips about um, how to go about getting your hands on a budget face mask, um, and he is wholesaling some too. So if you want to hit him up, just slide into our DMs. But the face masks do a fly. What's how are you find them? Um, yeah, there. I understand fully. I fully understand why we've got them, and it's a, and it's, oh, it's a good initiative, and we de- definitely needed to do it. But yeah, I've never really worn. A, I've never worn a face mask. I don't think, and they are quite annoying. But um. Some people have, yeah, really, I really like the effort some people put in, but there's some people that have got like the full on, like bandana ones over their face, and they got, most people, I'm running the disposable, the white disposable, not yeah. even blue, not even blue on the outside, just all white. Yeah. But um, I reckon some people actually look good in it. I saw some blokes, a couple of blokes at the supermarket, and I'm like, they actually look pretty dope. People with good eyes, it's, you know, it's really doing them favors, and people that have nice smile, probably. Not doing them favors. Yeah, it's not doing them favors. <laughs> you have bad teeth, it's doing you favors. But um, yes, yeah, they are a pain. We do have to wear them everywhere. But um, there is one. The first day, I had to go down the, sh- the shop. I was saying this to you before, and there was a bloke sitting out in front of the shop, no face mask, like didn't even have it with him, and was actually quite upset and was yelling, "I don't have to effing wear a face mask. I'm not effing doing it." Whilst he had a two liter bottle of coke and a cigarette. And then he was saying, how am I supposed to smoke if I've got a mask? <laughs> so he's opted for the, instead of have the smoke, then put the mask back on, he's just opted for the no mask at all. Put a hole in the mask and hotbox yourself. That's what I say. <laughs> well, I think putting a hole in it would defeat the purpose of the mask. It would. And another thing I've heard, actually, is people are running masks not over the nose, oh. <laughs> just over the mouth. I haven't seen it, but... I have seen people posting about it. It is, a, it is a trick one for the people that wear glasses. I see, I know a lot of people that I work with fogging up massively. Um, but yeah, you can get the ones with the wire, I think, or there's a few tricks. Got a, got a tip. Um, no, people at my work have been putting um, tissue in there. So you put a tissue like over your nose. Yeah, right. And then rest it 
and then rest the face masks on so the tissue's on like the bridge you know. Yeah. Apparently, you don't um, don't have to put the demisters on. Oh, there you go. Uh, very, very handy. I'm finding it hard. I was at Coles earlier, and I bumped into two people. I bumped into Carly O'Donnell. Big shout out to her. As I first walked in, like locked eyes with her. She locked eyes with me, and I literally looked down again because I, was, cause I didn't recognize her. And then I like, looked up again, and she was like looking at me again. And I'm like, oh, Carly. And she's like, oh, Josh. And like it's hard to it recognize people. people. Yeah, and especially people Don with hats or beanies. Well, I think I had my Josh Square beanie on. That's the only reason I reckon Donna and... Rosie, like I saw them later on again, and they recognised me, but I didn't recognise them. Like it was kind of the same kind of thing. You walk past, and you it's kind a of bit look. awkward, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I think Nick Stag put a tweet up during the week, and it was really, really resonated with me. It was that taking for granted that thing when you're walking past randoms, you just give them that, you know, like a little smile or whatever. Like you make of course, eye contact. And his would be all girls. The Nick Stagsman <laughs> would, be, he'd be flat about that. Yeah, I'm sure, but uh, like. I know when I take the dog for a walk, you, know, you look at someone and give them a little smile or whatever, and you know, now it's like, are they smiling at me or are they just staring? It's hard at me? to read social cues too. I think, it especially is. at work, like in a serious situation, you're kind of like, should have I said that? What do they think about that? Yes. It's very tough to judge, but it's obviously for a good reason. But um, yeah, I'm sure this will be get spoken about again. The face masks. We're gonna get better eye body language rather than facial and normal yes, body language. True, uh, true. The other big news is the chicken now. <laughs> Hazard Haynes has had an outbreak, I think, of COVID. Yeah, it has. It was, it, I said to Ted Morgan, he'll vouch for this picture. To Teddy, he'll be on the road listening to this. I said about two days before it, I bet you Hazel Dean shuts down because it's always the big factories and they will be next. And I, then I can handle are. no ham from the ham factory, that Don, but yeah. chicken. Oh, I reckon I have chicken every day. Yeah, so do I. It's, oh, no, it's huge. It is actually huge. Um, I had dinner with Lockie Sharp and Lucy last night. Big shout out to them. And they couldn't get schnitzels anywhere and ended up having to get like these... Processed kind of I don't even know if it was chicken There was no chicken just anywhere frozen like chicken out of yeah, a box Which is of, definitely yeah. not chicken <laughs> So <laughs> like a, bit, chicken. a big nugget But they had They said not, nowhere But So there's none in the shops I went to Floor Hill Butcher Great Butcher Our, Great one of our butcher. number one sponsors They had them But No chicken anywhere But none No worse than KFC No chicken Yeah Tommy Dunham actually And uh, we're going to chat to him a bit later But he Um Went to go get a zinger box when he was hung over last Sunday, and much to his chagrin, no chicken. All he could get, all he could get was chips. Like a, no, he could get a few bits of chicken, but not. Like he couldn't get a zinger. Couldn't get. So what are you getting? A crummy old drumstick? Or no, something? Like I think they had some chicken, and then some like depends on what top like part of the chicken it was. Mm. So rib cage you was getting. Stay tuned, squares. But we're gonna have to uh, maybe oh, maybe it, turn to our good friend Breezy and take on the old ve- vegan, vegan diet yeah, for I a little while. Big news, but that's yeah, that's taken up most of it. The face mask and the chicken. Bendigo is not happy with it. Nah, but uh, we soldier on. Hey, Dorf. Yeah. How good's beer? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, what you should do is you should go to the Queen's Arms Hotel and tip in a few cold ones and have a burger. Bloody beautiful. I should. And you should go to the Reservoir Hotel and get a beer and eat a pizza. Are they pretty good? Very good. Delish. Delish. Give it a 
Righto, guys. Mystery word. Now we've got Bonnie. She's hung around in the studio. Uh, <laughs> We're at her house. <laughs> Doof's, Doof's going first. First cab off the rank for mystery word. Here you go, mate. Your word is bow bun. Stump me. It'll be somewhere that can't, he always brings people that I can't understand. <laughs> this, it is caught. It is caught to ten at night. <laughs> this place has to be open. We've got a call to server. Is it literally the twenty-four hour shop? Then you get me to speaking. G'day, mate. How you going? Thanks. Um, I'm just after something. I'm not sure if you guys sell them. They're like a um little. Ro- a little roll thing, and they're like white, and they're really soft. You get them at like Japanese places. There's something um, that you put like you can get like meat and sauce in them. You get like chicken ones or lamb ones or vegetarian ones. They're like in a little roll, but they're really white and soft. Unfortunately, no. Do you know what they are though? What they're called? No, I don't. You sure? They're, you yep. get, they're like a Japanese cuisine. Um, oh, I just need yeah, to know. So, so you need to call a Japanese shop. Yeah, but I've tried. But I really need it. If you could help me at all, then I'll be able to ring them and ask. I don't know. Have a oh. good night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even give me a chance. Oh, how's the sass on him? I thought how's I was going sass? well, dude. Uh, like I no thought f- I was going well. <laughs> he knew it was Josh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going well. Radio, time for Bonnie to return, serve. Doof, what do you got for her? I failed. Your word is jackfruit. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard as. I'll change it. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. <laughs> if you can get jackfruit, <laughs> either. Hi, how are you going? Um, I was just ringing to say, do you guys sell um, like vegetables and uh, fruit? Oh, we don't. I'm sorry. I'm looking for something in particular, um, like Japanese cuisine, and they use it as an alternative to pulled pork. What's it called? Uh, it's um, racking my brain. I'm gonna, I'll have to ring somewhere else. But do you know what it's called that they use as an alternative to pulled pork in like Japan? It's like barbecue. Um, you know. Oh, I've heard of it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. Do you have access to Google? Um, I know that's. I might. Yeah, could you just like. I'm so sorry. Could you Google that for me? <laughs> Thank you. Wait a second. Um, so, like, Japanese barbecue pulled pork? Yeah, yeah, but like alternative to pork, like the vegetarian. I. I've had it before at like Harpoon and stuff of it like um, I can't why don't I look up just like vegetarian oh, is, is it hoisin? Oh no that's the sauce, that's the sauce. But it's like the no, that is the, the fruit oh. that they use is like an alternative to pork and they shred it. It's like yeah, it's the old it's like the fruit that's an alternative to pork. Um I see Jackfruit. Yes, that would have to be it. Yes, thank you. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Legend. Thank you so much. Sorry. I don't know where you can get that at this time. Yeah. Okay. Best bet is probably just 
racing as quick as you can to like a, a Woolies if there's open. I think Don Square might be open, maybe. Uh, thank I'm you. Sure. I'm really sorry. Thank you. No, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate that. I'll give Woolies a try. Thank you. Oh, good, no problem. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye, legend. Yes. customer service. That was a goddamn piece of cake. That is an absolute <laughs> go-to. Have you got Google? I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read his work and say he's Google and shit while he's meant to be working. Was, oh, oh, was Wait, a girl. I, that was I, a chick, missed, wasn't it? I missed that where we ended. He reckons that was a girl. Was it the bloke or a chick? I don't know. Who did we call? Who did we call? Who did we call? Who um, did we call? BP in White Hills. Thank you. <laughs> do, you do you guys sell fruit and veg there, by any chance? Nah. Uh, no, we don't sell no, but but... all the goddamn time in the world to help you out. <laughs> no, no, as soon as most Maccas, I got shut off straight away. Maccas. Yeah, Maccas. Oh, we don't sell it, so I'm not helping you out. At least he was if that was a good that person. That's a goddamn legend. Well done, Bonnie. Well done, BP in Epsom, too, though. Great hey, customer, great customer service. Yeah, great. So helpful. Not at McDonald's. No. That was huge. <laughs> G'day, Tommy Dunham. How you going, mate? Yeah, not good, Josh. My house has just been broken into. Been broken into, mate? You're joking. Nah, broken into. Everything's gone. Mate, I've got the perfect setup for you. Go and see Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. That's Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. Not the, not the fast bowler for Australia, but the big, young, strapping eco-tech warrior. They'll sort you out, mate. They uh, specialise in sparkiness and also installing security systems. Go hit them up. Bloody oath. I'll be right there. On your boys. Um, what's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world? It's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world. Yes. Perhaps your nose. Oh, nah. It's time for Joke of the Week! Rightio, we're going to give Justin a bell for our Joke of the Week. That's it. Our favourite time. The great man. He hasn't heard from us for a couple of weeks. No, he's actually been Snapchatting me too going, when are you guys calling me today? <laughs> Like, nah, Hopefully we catch week. him off guard. Boys. Juzzy, how are you? Yeah, good, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. I've heard you've been missing us. Ask him what, when we're going to call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have actually. I was just a, a bit flabbergasted, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, yeah how we've... was uh, Snowy Ballarat? How was Snowy Ballarat yesterday? Was it Ballarat you were in? Yeah, yeah, it actually snowed. I couldn't believe it. It was pretty cool. Um, didn't settle or anything like that. Um, yeah, but it was weird to see snow. Yes, very. How's the uh, hat sales going? You got JP Podiatry hats out for all you squares out there if you're looking for one. How are the sales going? Did you say JP hats? JW. JW. I don't know why I said JP. Sorry, I was not Jake Paul Pratt. He does not have any hats. Not that I know of. Jake Paul Pratt does not sell hats. And does not massage feet. How are the sales going? Uh, yeah, good. I've only got a few left if anyone wants any. But yep. um, yeah, they're the comfiest hats in the world. And uh, Squidgel. Agree, but they make your feet feel real good as well. They do. Jeez, I, can, that's uh, I can testify to that. My feet have been feeling remarkable at the gym since wearing him. Since wearing that. Since wearing the trucker's hat. Oh, lovely. So you heard it, Squares? Sorry. We better cut. Co- I said so, you heard it, Squares. Okay, thanks for that joke, Justin. Beautiful, mate. <laughs> good work. No worries, nah, righto, give it to us because we are on a tight schedule. Shit, do you want a short one or do you want a. No, nah, go, nah, go, go for a big one. We've got a bit right. of time. So this bloke was in a uh, in a car accident and he was like real tangled up and everything like that as you would be and had to get the jaws of life to get him out and, and he's 
he's in the intensive care unit and, and he's got like he's got a drip in and everything and they've given him like a, a mask like an oxygen mask to breathe with and um, anyway the nurse comes in and he goes oh nurse I've got to ask you something he goes yeah yeah what is it he goes are my testicles black he goes what he goes look I need I need to know are my testicles black she goes mate that's I don't know, it's not appropriate. I'm not sure if I should be doing that. He goes, I need to know, are my testicles black? She goes, righto, I'll, um, I'll have a look because she thought, you know, I'm a nurse, it's a professional thing. So she's having a look around and everything and there's nothing there and she's moving everything and the bloke's going, geez, this is Christmas. Anyway, she stops, she goes, no, look, it's all clear. There's no, no different colours or anything like that. And he go, anyway, he takes off the uh, oxygen mask and he goes... Thanks very much for that, but are my test results back? <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very good. I was actually like being eager to say that for weeks now. <laughs> I reckon you rehearsed that because you absolutely nailed it. Yeah, that was. I actually got it on video if you want me to send it through. <laughs> <laughs> mate, this is our show, mate, not yours. Come on, <laughs> but send it through. We might, we might upload it. Just trying to take preview. over. <laughs> yeah. right, very good, Juddy. We love it. Well, hopefully now we'll be able to get weekly. We'll get on to you. We've been busy boys, but thanks very much for that. Before we go, though, who are you Who are you putting on for us to ring? Um, I'll put the man on the spot. I've been testing him a few times lately, but I, don't, I haven't told him I'm going to nominate him, but uh, Tunksy. Oh, oh, big Tunksy. Big Jacob Tunks, right? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll have to give him a ring and see what he's got for us. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Tell, no, him, no. tell him if he gets stuck, say the pirate one. Righto. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell him everything, mate. Righto. <laughs> yeah, beat it. Well, right I don't want to be like Nick Elliott and that again where they had to Google it. No, no. well, we were going to ring the great man. I thought you were putting Dean Martin on. Oh, um, we'll, put two, we'll put no. two on. Put two on. No, that's right. We'll call yeah, Dean for a tip. Righto, we'll go with two. All right, so how? Good work, Jazzy. See you, mate. Okay, Ready. we're going to give uh, Dean a call and then we'll get Tunksy. <laughs> yeah, Jacob Tunks. Yeah, hey, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. That's good. We just got Squidgy here. We just we want to ask you a couple of things. Yo, Dino. <laughs> G'day, buddy. How are you? Yeah, yeah, going well. How are those face masks going? Oh, mate, I'm just uh, selling like hotcakes. <laughs> <laughs> run us through it. We've I've put it on the Josh Squared Instagram, but but run us through it because we we're looking at getting some made up, and we thought we'd go straight to the wholesaler. You. Well, it all just came about, uh, you know, the normal face mask. Well, you look like an absolute wanker with one of them. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, there's got to be something better. And then uh, I thought, oh, hold on, I might make something out of the old tracksuit pants. <laughs> so I got, got the old trackies out and cut one at first down near the shin. It's a bit tight to get over the head. <laughs> so uh, if you got to be dead, you've got to move further up towards the other side. <laughs> so after I worked out uh, the right size, I put it on and I thought, how cool is that? And it's, so it's like one of the full neck ones, isn't it? Yeah. And if, and I was wearing a grey shirt that made it just look to be his nose. Yeah, it had a brand it's, on so it. So it's too. like a turtleneck nearly. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I picked a flash pair of tracky pants just to give it a bit of style. Yeah. And then you got a pair of shorts now as well. And I've got shorts and I've got uh, six face masks. <laughs> Lovely. And so- 
Very good. Yeah, fa- well, they're actually expensive, the face masks. They are really they, expensive. Sailors would be going point. through the roof down in Golden Beach, wouldn't they, with all the people that live there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have to hook them around your ear or anything. They just sit there nice and comfy. They don't hug your face. And have you wa- uh, It's the best I've ever looked. <laughs> mask I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest. I might, uh, whether or not I get some shipped to Bendigo or otherwise, I've got some trackies in here that I'm going to have to do the same job, I think, because... I think you've uh, hit the nail on the head, Dino. Yeah, I'll just remember who marketed them. I've got the names. <laughs> got the names. And also, we, uh, I heard you're upset about the um, the only allowed to exercise for an hour a day. Yeah, I know. That's hit me pretty hard. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm getting there. Don't overdo it, all right, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and uh, I heard you've given them the first goal score up after Josh Kennedy took Collingwood to the cleaners a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, mate, hey, I had Higgins last night uh, for Richmond. He kicked the first goal. Just um, I forgot about Brisbane. Oh, <laughs> he kicked the first goal for Richmond. Yeah, no, he's quit. You've quit first first goal scorers, but we do. We are ringing in someone else for a joke, but I do know that you've got a good one because you sent it to me the other day. Do you want to just uh, let us let the squares know what it is? All right, I'll, I'll have a look for it. Oh, Where are we? It's very good. Yep. Okay, it's in here. What have we got? Yep. Righto. Um, here we go. This is uh, from the men's helpline. It's the uh, letter of the month. It goes, <laughs> Hi, John. I really need your advice on a serious problem. I have suspected for some time now that my wife has been cheating on me. The usual signs. If the phone rings and I answer, the caller hangs up. She goes out with the girls a lot. I try to stay awake to look out for her when she uh, comes home, but I usually fall asleep. Anyway, last night about midnight, I hid in the shed behind the boat. When she came home, she got got out of someone's car, buttoning her blouse up. Then she took her pants out of her purse and slipped them on. It was at that moment, crouched behind the boat, that I noticed a hairline crack in the outboard engine mount bracket. Is that something I can get welded, or do I need to replace the whole bracket? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is very, very good. You said that to me the other day, and that is definitely letter of the month worthy. <laughs> right. My advice would be to replace the whole bracket. <laughs> <laughs> you know you both. You do know your way around the boat. That's it. Yeah. Um, Lovely. Very good. We, we might have to start subscribing to that. Uh... Yeah, we have men's outline. Yeah, and it was a very concerning letter when you read it. Yeah, well, it was. It was very good. I didn't expect that. It was very good, though. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Good right. stuff. All right, we, well better, done, we, better, we better let you go, mate, those face masks, because they're going off the shelves. All right, remember, <laughs> look after your mates. <laughs> right, right. right. So, we'll uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he had more to go then, too. He doesn't. He wants to stay on the line, uh, doesn't he? Uh, we'll have to get him, we'll have to get him on. He speaks well. We should, we should let him host. He, wants to, he actually wants to host a podcast. He rang me up one day and said... Drek and I reckon me and Sharpie could host one and get you and Squidge on there and you cook for us. Yeah, we get stuck a bit stuck into you, boys. <laughs> I'd be too worried about what he'd say. No, Very good. We, no, we could do it. We could do it. Oh, good work, Dino. We've got to get Tunks in here real oh, quick. Yeah. Right, here we go. Bring in Jack Tunks. Hello. Hey, Tunks, here you are. Good morning, how are you? Yeah, bad. What's going on? No, not much to go from work. Put it yourself. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just at home too. Um, do you, did you have to go to work today? 
Yeah, we had a few free day again. Oh, righto. Yeah, nice. Um, yep. Well, you've just been put on Joke of the Week by Juzzy, so I'm here with Squidge and you're on Josh Squared. Go on, Duxie! <laughs> beautiful. How are we? Yeah, good. good and he reckons it, he goes, I'm picking Tungsy because I know for a fact he'll be ready to go and have something, not like those pathetic idiots Nick Elliott and John McIntyre. Yeah, I hate those blokes. <laughs> what do you got for us, brother? All right, I've got... Uh, you might have heard it, but I've got it. Okay, so... Where does a pirate keep his buccaneers? Where? On the side of his buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually haven't heard that, but Justin did say if he doesn't have one, tell him to tell the pirate one. <laughs> you, guys are in, you guys are in sync. Yeah, no, nah, he knows. I've probably told him during the week. That is very good. Confidence with it too, and confidence to go straight up. That's what I'm going with. A lot better than those other boys. Yeah, uh, best shit house, mate. Well done, Jacob Bryan. Enjoy remote learning. Very well done, Tunksman. Well done, Tunky. Have a great day. You See too, you mate. Well. Bye. Stay safe. He just 100% told him he was going on. He was way too confident. Yeah, yeah, he was all over it. But nonetheless, he got the chockies. And very well done. Very good joke. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a TV. You wouldn't steal a jumper from kick-ons. You wouldn't keep money from a friend. You wouldn't not return a favour. Josh Square Deck Collectors are here to help. What? I'm going to call him in the room. All right, guys, Deck Collect this week. Now, I always steal Dunham's uh, food and things out of his fridge and stuff. Um, he's my housemate, for all you guys that don't know. We're not going to call him. I'm actually just going to just going to yell out to him because we're actually at my joint. And we're going to get him oh. in here and I'm just going to start accusing him. I'm just going to start accusing him of stealing my food. Well, that's what he says. We just need to ask you something on air. Welcome to the studio, Dunham. Um, we're just on Debt Collect here, mate. And uh, oh, no. I've got something I need to bring up with you. Mm. I'm sick and tired of you eating my chips, taking my <laughs> eggs, taking my bread, and never replacing it. All right? And if you don't turn around, I'm going to do something to you while you're sleeping. That's where all the chicken's going. You're taking the it chicken. all. Chicken. Josh has eaten everything in my pantry. <laughs> the only reason I put up with it is because he's the one who cooks the bacon and eggs, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. No, it's actually the all other way around. Always, always. He, he steals everything. He's like, Tom, do you want bacon and eggs? I'm like, yes. He's like, good, we're using your bacon, your eggs. No, <laughs> no, no. You scab. You scab. Tom's like, can I use your bread for toast? I'm like, yeah, radio, as long as you replace it, never does. Steals my wheat bix. You try and win. what about what about um the start was it the no pistachio sauce or satay sauce, wasn't it? You oh it yeah, we're not trying to Yeah, yeah. it's allergic nuts. So you're trying to kill him so he can have his food. Yeah. So this is turned on you. No no no, no, this is Dunham. <laughs> Dunham Dunham did it to you or you did it to him. Dunham steals my food. Oh that's blatant lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. And uh mate, What was the last thing I stole? You stole my avocados and when? my shapes. And my chippies. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Replace on, you don't have them in this room, but in 24 hours, we're going to break your ankle. Um, just quite quickly too, mate. Uh, yeah, we are going to break your ankle, but do you want to just let everyone know about your Zinger situation too? We quickly touched on it in uh, Hot Topic, but uh, really quickly, we've only got 30 seconds. Very hungover <laughs> Sunday, thought I'd get a Zinger box to cure myself, and they ran out of Zingers. And what'd you do? I, I got a three-piece feed, it was pretty shit. Yeah. What sort of chicken did they give you? Like foot? 
beak. Just the I don't know, the big little, whatever they are called. The rib cage. We're the talking about the rib cage. I hate them. <laughs> Actually, we were watching Anchorman the other day. They're big, but they're all bone. <laughs> <laughs> He's really not happy with it. Oh, I was fuming. Has anyone here seen Anchorman 2 when they, when one of the, the, the sport guy, he has his own chicken shop and he tells um, Will Ferrell, he goes, yeah, we... What's the, what's the key? And he goes, oh, we don't even use chicken, we use bats. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, joke's, that joke's really backfired now, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And we don't bring up bats. Bats is what started <laughs> this whole thing. KFC might start doing it's, that. Uh, conspiracy. Uh, oh, conspiracy. Uh, thanks, Tom. Oh, can you just please refill my um, pantry? Because I'm sick of it. You're welcome. And no. <laughs> thanks, Tommy. <laughs> Good's beer. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, what you should do is you should go to the Queen's Arms Hotel and tip in a few cold ones and have a burger. Bloody beautiful. Well, I should. And you should go to the Reservoir Hotel and get a beer and eat a pizza. Are they pretty good? Very good. Delish. <laughs> Delish. Radio Squares, we're done and dusted for another episode. Uh, Duffy. Always a pleasure catching up with Bonnie. Um, she cooked us a mighty fine feed and uh, delivered on the big stage. She did, she did. It's been, yeah, it's been a good episode. Good to get back, and we do like to give a shout out at the end of our last, uh, at the end of our each episode. Mine's a bit more of a serious one. Um, shout out to my sister. I don't think she listens to the podcast. She lives up in Sydney. She's twenty three, I think. She's just um, about to finish uni, and up there, you're allowed to start teaching. So she started. Uh, just casual relief teaching, but she's very happy and um, it's going well from all reports from mum. So a big shout out to her being the second school teacher in the family below me, obviously the kingpin. But uh, shout out to Alison on starting teaching up in Sydney. Uh, well done. Good work, Alison. Good luck. Um, my shout out goes to Brenton Tui. Uh, big uh, Willis Tui's uh, older brother. He is like a videographer slash very handy with making websites and that kind of thing. And he's actually smashed together a website for us joshsquared.com um, go hit it up squares it's uh, actually quite amazing I don't know how he does any of it I, like, know. Links to sp- I was very amazed when he sent it to us links to Spotify like links to um, links to all our episodes we've got a home page we can sell stuff from there yeah he made an email for us I think <laughs> so um, oh, I- huge shout out to him if you have any like videography needs or you need a website done up I literally can't recommend him um, any higher uh, yeah no fuss at all and uh, just a really great man no good at poker though. Got him covered. Got him covered. Yeah. And the big poker event after COVID's happening, and then I'm, I'd like to see you boys in action. Haven't yeah. played a game with you yet, yeah. but no, I'm looking forward to that. Thanks, Tuzza. We appreciate it a lot, and we look forward to uh, promoting the website. No doubt. Right, yo. Enjoy, Enjoy yourselves this weekend, and look, look after your mates. Yo. Eat bread and desserts, and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs>